It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Picking number two would be the Washington Commanders. That's where Ron Rivera just got fired uh, earlier this morning as we record here on a Monday. Um, again, so kind of just break that one down. How, how attractive is this job here in Washington? Oh, I think this is another super attractive job. One, because they, they got the number two overall pick. Okay? Yeah. So that that's great. That's kind of like – it's not that's – that's part of the whole thing. Like in this draft class, allegedly, and I get it, right? Like I said on Twitter yesterday, playoffs, that's cute, but let's not ignore the fact that the biggest development from this day is that Terry McLaurin's going to get himself a quarterback uh, in 2024. <laughs> and, and I get it. Yeah. yeah, somebody pointed out, hey, Zach Wilson was drafted number two overall not long ago. I'm like, hey, hey we're, we're talking optimism right now, all right? We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're yeah. staying, yeah. Come staying on. optimistic. There's a viable <laughs> path. We're not going to have to do the, hey, maybe Carson Wentz and Terry McLaurin or maybe Sam Houghton. We don't have to do any of that, okay? We're going to probably get ourselves like a Drake May or Caleb Williams. And again, apparently these are great quarterback prospects and everybody that that evaluates quarterbacks love them. I haven't heard like anybody have a negative thing to say other than, you know, about Caleb Williams crying to his mom or whatever, nonsense stuff like that, or painting his nails. (laughs) Everybody says good things about these quarterbacks, right? This is supposed to be a very good quarterback class. I get it. There's no sure thing, and quarterback prospects can certainly be failed, even really great ones when they get to the NFL. But I think that this spot in Washington here is set up to, whoever comes in here is set up to really thrive because you've got a new owner who is going to be aggressive and willing to make this work. Right. Um, And and I and also has experience owning and running sports teams like I think David Tepper's big problem down in Carolina is that like running a sports franchise is not the same as, you know, um, hedge fund (laughs) stuff or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. got experience doing that. Josh Harris does. They're already bringing in, um, you know, former Warriors GM Bob Myers, former yeah. Minnesota Vikings GM Rick Spielman to assist with the 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 search here to build up ahead of football operations. Like this is a totally blank slate, man. You know? You're right. Although the Bob Myers thing get definitely gave me pause. Like I'm like, oh man, they're not doing this, are they? They're really doing the Bob Myers thing, guys. Like I, mean, I don't know. I don't know Bob Myers from you know Bill Smith down the street. I don't know anything about that. So it's just the, it's just the fact. That. Well, look from a basketball perspective, it's not as if this is the guy that you know drafted Steph Curry or drafted Clay Thompson. Okay, like this isn't that guy. You know, so you know, and, and again from from that point on. It's like, you know, in, especially NBA, man, like you got superstars, you're good. Like, I don't know, the front office doesn't need to do that much. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm a, I don't know, like maybe I'm a little hesitant. Like I know he's been around championship culture. That's cool. You know, that's cool. I, I get it, you know, but like how much experience does he bring? I, I it, like realistic experience does he bring to this, to the table here in Washington? I don't know. Seems a little, seems like it just to me. Seemed a little odd. That's all. Yeah. And I think it's because Harris and him have some, you know, they, they, they have a pass together and, you know, you got to get your buddy a job or whatever. Consulting. Probably work, that's so all, all it is. <laughs> Could be, get him on the consulting uh, you know, pipeline. Come on. 
Yeah. Exactly. When are we going to get on the consulting pipeline? Dude? I don't know. I mean, We're overdue, bro. We're overdue. Yeah. Come on, man. You know, come on. No, but uh, no, but it, listen, for, I think from an offensive standpoint, no, but Terry McLaurin, you got Jahan Dotson right there. Um, I don't know what running backs are going to be in the room, but let's say it's Antonio Gibson or Brian Robinson. That that it's a pretty good start mm-hmm. uh, that you've got going on there. I think their offensive line needs needs work, um, but it's not definitely. It's, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's completely bare bones, right? It's not the worst offensive line in football. I, I think the part of the job or part of that destination that makes me a little hesitant is man, their defense is so far away from being yeah. even respectable. You know, so um, I, th- I I would think that regardless, they're going to take quarterback there too. Um, but it's still going to be a long way from them being, you know, a, a good football team. Although, if they get a transformative guy like Stroud, yeah, remember the, te- the Texas defense wasn't good last year. You know what right. I mean? And all of a sudden, you bring in D'Amico Ryans. He elevates their game. And then again, that synergy between offense and defense, where if your offense isn't one of the worst offenses in the league, it helps your defense be a little bit better as well, right? So I think there's some of that to it uh, too. But uh, I, I do think that Washington's a little bit further away um, than Atlanta from competing. I'm, I'm with you. I think it's an attractive job. I don't think that, like, if I had to bet right now, even though I think Washington has, and this can make you look so stupid, because you're right, if you get a guy like Stroud, who is truly transformative, you know, yeah. we throw around that word probably too often, but, like, C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans perfectly fit the bill of transformative figures in the NFL. For um, sure. Like, you get a guy like that in the building and everything can change so quickly. And I think that would even be true if like Drake may is that type of quarterback, you get him a number two overall. He, maybe he has that transformative effect. They've got a more viable path to a guy like that than Atlanta does. But I just think if I had to bet right now, I'd think Atlanta is a little closer to being a playoff team in 2024 than the Washington commanders are for sure. But I just think it's still an attractive job. If you've got a, if your owner is going to be, you know, patient and all that, because like you mentioned, Terry McLaurin and like, they still have Jonathan Allen on the team. We'll see, you know, Deron Payne is there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like they have Mm -hmm. veterans who were actively, you know, for as much like we talked about Terry McLaurin last week, for as much as Terry McLaurin shows frustration, kind of with like all shucks, sort of like man, I wish I could play for a culture like that in <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in 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 San Francisco. Meanwhile, the the boys on the defensive line were a little bit more. Um, I was outspoken with some of their frustrations. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, slightly. <laughs> You've got <laughs> veterans on this team that are ready and willing to buy into like a culture change. So I think That's that true. that part That's of it. True. Um, could be good. And and look, yeah. I think everybody will just Ron Rivera is a really good coach and I've got a lot of respect for Ron as a as a mm-hmm. person, as a man, and, yep, and again, yep, yep. just what he what he's done as a coach, but there's just like Carolina ran into it, Washington ran into it. There's a capped ceiling with who Rivera is as your head coach, and I think I mean, there are probably not many people who leaned into the friends and family program harder than Ron Rivera did uh, <laughs> during his time in Washington. I mean, anybody he had uh-huh. like, any sort of familiarity with with the Panthers, like, oh, sure, you've got a job. And the Jack Del Rio thing, I mean, he hung on to Jack Del Rio for like two years oh, too long. So yeah. um, I think Washington is, with those veterans in place who can, if, if, he, if a new head coach can get buy-in, um, I think that would be great. It just you bring up the Houston example, man. I mean, Houston can't say enough good things about just 
they really nailed it from a from a head coach quarterback perspective because the you're right they get a guy in D'Amico Ryan's to help transform the defense which would be great for Washington but they also nailed the OC higher now of course you gotta Bobby Sloak's not perfect they run the ball in first and 10 way too much um they they gotta probably be a little more diverse with that but that's the that's the gold mine when you can get a good OC um mm-hmm. and Bobby by the way Bobby Sloak maybe ends up being the head coach of the Washington Commanders that's possible but if you can get a good OC and a good defensive minded head coach that's great for that like one-year instant jolt turnaround. But I do think if I'm Washington, I'm probably trying to go offense because I think that side of the ball is a little closer to being something uh, than the defense is. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 